Mother's Day to everybody who is celebrating today. And for those of you who are interested, it is a full moon tonight. So if you are in an area where you can see the stars, you might want to check it out. Today we're going to talk about spontaneous speaking. What is it? And some tips to make it easier. Let's go. Take a deep breath, and let's begin. Hi guys, my name is Rob, this is Everyday Heroes. Before I forget, please hit that subscribe on YouTube and Twitch. The more you can do uh, there, the more we can give back. We appreciate the help, the support, and we love everybody who comes and joins us for our videos. So spontaneous speaking, what is it? Well, it's actually exactly what it sounds like. It's when you just talk without any preparation. The best example is an introduction. When you meet somebody new, you are spontaneously speaking, right? Because there's no preparation, you weren't ready for it, you're just, hey, my name is dot dot dot. Uh, when you get a new job, a lot of times they will have you introduce yourself and you know talk about yourself. That is spontaneous speaking. Now, public speaking, <coughs> excuse me, by itself is already hard for a lot of people. Even I you know, as you can tell, I do struggle with my tics. Uh, it's an anxiety thing. But even I have to sometimes take a breather before, do some meditation, right? But we're going to see if these tips will help you spontaneously speak a little bit better. Number one, be confident. Something that all blogs around the internet will say, the first thing you got to do is be positive with yourself. Maybe just telling yourself, I'm going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. But you got to go into it confident or as confident as possible because without it, <laughs> excuse me, um, it's going to be harder to do any sort of task when you're not feeling it, right? So number one, try to be as confident with yourself as possible. Give yourself a good affirmation and just reiterate to yourself. You're good. You got this. Number two, Focus on the audience. It could be people that you've talked to before, could be family members, maybe you're practicing a speech in front of your significant other. Doesn't matter who it is. Um, know who you are talking to. And, uh, you know, look at them, focus on them. Show them that you are there to talk to them and only them, because really, you are. Number three, less is more. The less you, um, sorry, the more you say generally is good. However, with spontaneity, stick to just a couple points. If it is an introduction, you know, obviously past what your name is, maybe give them a hobby or two, what you like, why you got into this particular position, and maybe a fun fact that they wouldn't know about you. If you remember the game, um, think it two truths and a lie. It's a game that you do with your schoolmates where you say three things and they have to guess which two are real and which one isn't. Think of it that way. Give them three aspects. It would be kind of fun to make up something and kind of play around with why that idea came up. A lot of times it could be a fantasy idea. It could be something that you saw on a TV show. Or it could just be a bucket list thing where you haven't done it yet, but you would love to. But keep it simple. Keep it simple at the beginning, 
at all. Number four, have some structure. Whether you're talking past, present, future, cause, effect, remedy, or before, during, or result, you want to have an idea of what you're talking about so they will as well. If you're doing a meeting, you know, my wife runs a lot of her meetings, have the one, two, and three, A, B, and C, written out beforehand. Now, you're thinking, well, beforehand, isn't that prep? Well, yes, but also no. You obviously will be going into a discussion, excuse me, with a general idea of what you're talking about, but spontaneity, that's still going to be key. If you go into a meeting and it's your weekly checkup meeting, you know you're going to talk about what you're talking about, right? Because you're talking about what's going on at work. But what you don't know what you're going to talk about, what you don't know is what's going to come up, what your thoughts on it are at the moment, and maybe what somebody else springs up at the last minute. So you might want to have a structure to your speaking, even if it is spontaneous. With me so far? Great. Number five is called primacy and recency. The audience remember the first and last things you say. That's basically what that means. So whatever you start with and you end with are going to be the most important parts. And that might help you with the structural because whatever you begin with and whatever you leave them with is going to be probably the most valid and important and possibly the parts that stick the most. Number six, make it conversational. Spontaneity doesn't have to be one-sided, and it really never should be. So if you go in with an introduction, right, ask other, <coughs> excuse me, have them be involved. So if you tell them, like for instance, the one thing I used to tell people that was always shocking was I used to work at the LA Zoo. You can ask them, have you ever worked with animals before? Do you have any pets at home? Are you a fan of, you know, going to a zoo? Or an aquarium. Make it a back and forth. <laughs> it may be you talking spontaneously, but it might make it easier on you if you have them talk spontaneously as well. Now the next three here, this particular blog that I pulled from, they find specifically important. So we're going to see why they highlighted these parts. So number seven, personalize your speech and have a relevant story. Ah, Okay, I can see how that's important. Now, the personalizing part basically is just make it make it your own. But the storytelling, just like in a good book, is going to be key. Make the speech a feeling, right? What does that mean? Well, a good story goes a long way. So let's say you're talking about how to increase, I don't know, productivity at work. Talk about a personal story that either you did outside of work or at another job that really hits home. A better example though would be the introduction part. So let's say you are coming into a job or you're coming to a school and you are specifically looking to study more on life skills, just because we're doing it here. You tell the story about how a specific or maybe a couple life skills made the difference in how you made it through something. You don't have to get super personal where it kind of might be a little bit of a TMI, but you want to make them feel like you're naturally human, right? Human being. 
Um, excuse me. So with that, give them a story that they will remember and probably leave it at the end or maybe bring it at the beginning. But I would say probably leave the story for the end so they leave the conversation with a really good story. Now, number eight, they also highlighted demonstrate powerful body language. Okay, this is clutch and this makes a lot of sense. Standing up straight, eye contact, uh, minimal fidgeting, and, you know, don't go like this with your arms crossed. That's going to be important because not only do you speak with your words, but you speak with your body. Now, I always stay up because I, as I mentioned, I have facial tics, I do vocal tics, stuff like that. So I get it. If you're somebody who might suffer with anxiety or have a tick or two, it is hard. And it is something that I still work on. And what I notice is actually the more I stare directly at you guys at the camera, the more I actually feel a little bit better. That's just something I do. But generally speaking, you want to give people the observation that you are strong, you are there, and you care. Those are the things, right? And your body language will help it. Now, the last one, number nine, that they did, use a credible voice tone. Speak slowly. What is it? And carry a big stick? Was that the uh, Roosevelt thing? I think I, I think I might have said that wrong. I don't know. But <clears throat> what he meant and what many people mean is to come in strong, elegant, and um, iterate, iterating. You want to speak in a slow but yet strong tone. You want to enunciate, but you want to make sure that you are not sounding over, as people will call it, OP, overpowered. You want to come in credible, smart, but kind. You never talk down to anybody. You never say, you know, because I, or this is because, you never come in as if you are better than anybody, but you come in strong. You want to show people that you are equally able to do what they can, maybe a little bit more, but more so you want to come in strong, firm, but polite. Now, the last one on the list here, turn your impromptu session into a Q&A. Now, that goes back to... Um, the structure of it, or I'm sorry, the uh, conversational part, make it a Q&A. So at the end of it, or during so, ask questions back to the people. So if you are talking about, you know, your life story and how it compares to the job at hand, ask others there. Say, hey, do you notice that having this skill or this knowledge helped or hindered you? And if so, why or why not? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, if you're talking to family members or your significant other, and you're just talking about goals in life, ask them, do you think this makes sense? Do you agree or disagree? Why or why not? Make them part of the conversation. They're going to like that you actually ask them what they think, because that shows that you care about them as well. So before we end here, looks like speak softly and carry a big stick. Thank you. I was close. It was an S word. Speak softly and carry a big stick. So maybe not the best example there. Roosevelt was a rugged dude, shall we say, but uh, thank you, my wife. I appreciate that. Um, all right. So let me know what you thought. 
If you would like a more interactive um, video here, I would be happy to do activities. We'll try to get some of our guests on, maybe any of you who want to come on and practice, let me know. I think this is a great uh, activity to practice and to learn. So cool. Uh, we'll pop this under the advice for stress-free life section. That's our specials on how to do certain things in life. And we got some more fun later. So if you missed this one, don't worry. You hit it up on YouTube. Again, while you're there, subscribe if you don't mind. We'll be back around noon. Until then, 